Hi, I'm Steve Westerly, and this is Beneficial Intelligence, a new weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. This week, monoculture. Monoculture is a term from farming. It means you have only one crop. That's efficient and dangerous. Modern farmers will plant hundreds of acres with exactly the same seed. They'll buy the whole thing from Monsanto and every seed will have exactly the same DNA. That's efficient because the whole thing will respond in the same way to fertilizer. It will respond in the same way to pesticides and all the plants will grow to the same height so they can be efficiently mechanically harvested. All very good. Except when there is a problem, then the problem will affect the entire crop. When you drive through the countryside, you will see these big fields, acres and acres of exactly the same thing. And that is a vulnerability. In the 19th century, potatoes had come to dominate farming in Ireland. And they had mostly one specific sort of potato. And when the potato blight arrived, which meant that the potato harvest was destroyed, famine set in. The Great Irish Famine cost over one million lives. That's the danger of monoculture. We're seeing monoculture as well in IT environments. In IT, monoculture means that we're running a lot of systems with exactly the same hardware and exactly the same software. And just like in farming, it's more efficient and it's also more dangerous. The first computer worm was the Morris worm that was released on the internet in 1988. It replicated itself and went on to the next machine, making use of several vulnerabilities that existed in early internet software. It quickly managed to infect all the 6,000 Sun 3 and 4BSD VAX machines connected to the entire internet. Those 6,000 machines were effectively useless. But the remaining 54,000 computers that were connected to the, this early 1988 internet were not affected because they were not the same culture. They were not the same software. They were not the same hardware and they didn't have the same vulnerabilities. Now, in your enterprise IT environment, your servers are not monoculture because you've been adding servers over the years and hardly ever retiring any. So that means that you'll, you're likely to have mainframes, you'll have Unix boxes, maybe from several vendors, you'll have Linux boxes, and you'll have uh, Microsoft Windows servers. That's not a monoculture. So when something manages to get through your defenses and start infecting some of your servers, it won't take out all of them. But if you're working towards standardizing everything on, for example, 
Windows Server, that means you are increasing your risk. The risk that everything collapses at the same time. And once you start virtualizing all your workloads, which is very popular, that means that all of your software is running on top of the same virtualization layer. That means that even though you have a heterogeneous collection of servers underneath your virtualization layer, you're running one virtualization software. And when there is a zero-day exploit in that software, that means that your whole environment becomes vulnerable. Your individual workstations tend to be much more monoculture. They will be all Windows machines, which means that they will all fall prey to the same vulnerability if you don't manage to patch in time. So maybe you should consider allowing some people or some departments to run Macs or even Linux workstations, because that will ensure that you have some workstations that will still be running if everything Windows has been compromised. But the really dangerous part of your environment is your networking gear. Your networking gear is likely to be totally monoculture. That's because networking gear is hard. It's difficult to configure. You have arcane configuration files and you don't want to spend the time for your networking people to learn several different products. So you'll buy the whole thing from one vendor. That's easier on the network people because they can just use their same, the same skills from one piece of equipment to another. It also means that your entire network will be comprised of Cisco servers or Juniper servers or uh, Huawei servers. All of this stuff all of these routers and switches and firewalls, if they come from one vendor, they are very likely to have the same vulnerability. We've seen this. We've seen um, security advisories from big vendors like Cisco saying, there is this product, there is this problem. You need to patch your networking gear right away. And here is a list of the, of the devices affected. And that's going to be a very long list. Because all of the software from one vendor runs the same basic operating system, the same basic software. That's an advantage for the networking people, because they only have to learn one thing. It's a disadvantage for the robustness of your systems. So in networking, you are likely to be running a very dangerous monoculture. What you need to do to fight this, to mitigate the risk, is to have several different hardware vendors. So you have one main vendor which will run most of your network. But for example, the internal segmentation you create of your network. Well, the walls between the segments should be something that's from another vendor. And if you have 
redundant internet connections, if you have several connections out of the house because you want to be sure that you can connect to the internet, you need to have a hardware from two different vendors on your two different connections. Because otherwise, well, your two connections are not going to help you if both sets of network equipment is down, suffering from a DDoS attack, or some kind of vulnerability. You don't want to put all of your eggs in the same basket. And if you care about robustness and resiliency and business continuity, you need to be aware of monoculture. Thank you for listening to Beneficial Intelligence, a weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. If you like the content, please spread the word. If you have comments, please get in touch. My contact information is in the show notes. See you next week.